Rise and shine, roommates. It's your girl, Lasatia Turner, and I'm here with Jimmy Fasuo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's the owner of Chambers 43 out in New Brunswick. He's also an engineer for hip hop and R&B. So just let me know a little bit about yourself before we really get into who you are. Um, well, I guess I started making music when I was 14. Uh, I played in hardcore bands uh, and like punk rock stuff. And then around that same time, uh, I got a, a bootleg, like a SourceForge download of Audacity, and uh, a couple of my friends rapped, so I'd record them on my mom's PC uh, through a rock band mic, and uh, just over like Drake beats that we got off YouTube and stuff. Um, so from like what Drake album? You said you're like 14, uh, so that was like back I know, in the day. I know we, we did something over, uh, what is it, the motto? No, no, no. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, is that the motto? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, like 2011, 2012 era Drake. I kind of, I didn't really touch engineering or anything like that again until very recently. Um, I focused on like playing in pop punk bands and stuff. I did a couple of tours um, and then left that genre entirely and then started another band. So what made you leave that genre? Um, I just think like, personal preference like I there was a point in time where I was all about it and then I wanted I started writing a different type of music and it wasn't being well received and how old are you uh 24 damn you're young getting yeah. it too I'm young as hell and I've been doing this for 10 years already <laughs> it's terrifying that's motivation <laughs> determination you know as an engineer like what got you into hip-hop like well, I mean, it just, it started with that for me, really, like, like I said, doing the, like, ripping beats off YouTube and right. recording my friends who rapped, um, but I, as I was telling you before, like, I've dropped out of school three times, right. um, <laughs> it's never a bad thing, no, it's, it's definitely be been a good thing, <laughs> do it, do this all the time, full time, let's no, I'm go. ready, four interviews a day, every week, two interviews, <laughs> don't kill me now, <laughs> no, well, it's something to aspire to, yeah. but, um, no, so, I, the way I got into engineering now is just after, like, you know, being in the studio over and over again multiple times a year for, like, 10 years at this point to varying degrees of legitimacy, like, for the studio. Like, I've been in basements that are very clearly not professional. I've been in basements that are extremely professional. I've been in studios that, like, the whole property is worth at least 100 I don't know if anybody told you, but I'm a blunt person. Okay. Uh, tell me, because like I said, like that video that you put out in the uh, studio, to me, that was lit. That was uh, hot. So tell me like the vibe as like, and I don't, it's just how it was, the visuals to me was lit. Like, do not take this the wrong right. way. But like, you got a white boy and uh, they're like, oh, you know, you all, you no, black know, behind funny. you. Like, <laughs> tell me that vibe. Like, how is uh, it is rocking with them? How do they feel rocking with you? It's like consistently through my life, I grew up in an extremely like, culturally diverse mm -hmm. town and like all of my friends have never been the same type of person and mm -hmm. like just working in show business for so long working in customer service like I just I can adapt to people immediately and just like rock with their vibe and like especially when I'm in that it's different also when I'm in the engineer position because like there's kind of this unspoken preconceived notion of me like they're coming in and they should listen to me you mm -hmm. know what I mean like this guy is here to guide us so like the, i i never have i never worry about like am i going to be respected or anything like that well like, i don't think i was coming from like the respect part because i would i would hopefully you're respecting right, your right. domain you feel me i mean like just like 
the vibe. Like, is it? Um, I guess it's, I'm not an engineer. I'm never right. in the studio. So, but I guess like for example, for me, like when I hang out with a certain set of people, to me, it's like mm. a different vibe. It is right, what it right. is. It's how people move. Right. So, like, I was just asking. I guess like the vibe, like. Do they take okay. you like out of yourself? Like, do the hood come in you for a second? No, like, it, what? No, it's in me. <laughs> like, I, I, I do. I do live in New Gunswick. Um, but no. Did you like, say New Gunswick? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, like, yeah. I'm, I guess so. Yeah. Like, um, like those dudes that I was with in that video, Bush League Records. They're like the coolest guys ever. Like, they show up and immediately, like the first time I worked with them, never met them before, never spoke to them, mm. immediately chilling hard, like solid solid dudes um and the vibe like it's weird meeting a new artist i guess i'll just talk about it in in, through that lens um Mm -hmm. if i don't like their music it's always weird like i stay very professional like yeah yeah okay yeah sure (laughs) yeah you could try that again if you want but i think it's good whatever blah 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 Mm -hmm. but when i love a artist like i'll be like bro that was weak and you know it give me another one you know you could do better but it's like that's really what it comes down to is the delivery and how comfortable they are in the booth and as the engineer it's like i'm here like yeah to record you and make sure i get all of your takes but also like i see myself kind of like um like a vibe curator, if that makes any sense. Vibe like, curator, I, I, I like want that. everyone to get in and get comfortable and be entirely in themselves. Wow, yeah. that's literally what my podcast is about. You yeah. know, comfortability. Showing in the lit. room. That's yeah, lit. that's it's like because if somebody's comfortable enough to fuck up in front of you, mess up in mm-hmm. front of you, so you can edit that later. Uh, so you, <laughs> if they're comfortable enough to mess up in front of you and not like get in their head, like, oh, I'm embarrassing myself. Right. Like, oh, I'm looking like an idiot. Like that's how you get the best out of an artist and that's how they leave with a product they're extremely satisfied with and come back to you time and time again like i see it more like we're less in the music industry and more in like the customer service industry because we're there like yeah it's it's totally about just getting people into their zone it's Mm -hmm. not about me but i'm gonna put my two cents in and you're gonna appreciate it because i'm right all the time right that's what's up that's what's up I definitely like your style. I don't know. I always match somebody's style with their occupation. Mm. I mean, your style definitely gives me hip-hop vibes. I love <laughs> the tattoo you. on the side of the head. Everything you lit. <laughs> Thank you. My mom's not stoked. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was almost taken out of the will for, <laughs> the, for the head tats. But sorry, mama. It's all good. I was like, hey, if I can grow the hair out for court and for funerals, I don't understand why yeah. you're mad at me. <laughs> you know? Let her pick the hat that she like and just, you know, Boom. call it a day. <laughs> We're going to jump right into Chamber 43 because yeah. I'm so excited to talk about this. this I feel like um, once COVID gets done, the word really gets out there. I don't know like how how high you guys are right now. I feel like you guys are probably lit. But once COVID is done, I feel like it'll be like the... Um, I, I would call it the the evening trap house. Like, right. everybody gonna be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the whole point, really. Yeah. Is like It's like... Um, so, Chamber 43 has existed already for three years in Highland Park. Um functioning just as a record store uh, with antiques and vintage clothes. Um, and it was founded by, and previously owned entirely by my friend David Martins. Um, I got hired to start working at the shop when it was still in Highland Park, and mm-hmm. then through a series of events, um, the relationship with the landlord there went south. Dave wanted to vacate the premises, and he was talking about relocating. The The plan to put a coffee shop in the record store had been there. Mm-hmm. Um, and coincidentally, one of the first real conversations Dave and I had before we were friends 
um, was I had the idea to do a record store coffee shop. I saw he was doing it, and I was mm-hmm. like, yo, don't think I'm, like, copying you or trying to screw you over if I do oh, this shit. in, like, five years or so. And he was like, nah, man, it's sick. It'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, I started working for him because uh, I was nowhere near having enough money to start it entirely by myself. Right. Um, you were young. Um, see, I'm still a baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, then, yeah, we, it, he wanted to move to Jersey City, and we looked at a property that was, like, affordable, three floors. It just would have taken a lot of money to get it together. And the whole time I'm like, no, we should go to New Brunswick. Mm-hmm. No, go to New, no, go, New, go to New Brunswick. Um, my hood, you're uh, it's like you, you're in Highland Park, like a mile away. Like mm. most of your consumer base, most of your brand identity is already established in this area. I feel like don't move away from them and try to start somewhere else. Bring something into the community that you're already serving. Make it in that in that community. And like Chamber Forty Three is known more so for the live events and the culture that it can manifest around itself. Mm-hmm. Like. New Brunswick, in all of my years playing in the scene or just going to shows, like, it's always been, like, a secret underground thing. It's always basement shows. You got to know someone who knows the address because yeah. it's not posted. Like, there's no legitimate, that's the like... Lit, that's, that's the, the best part, part. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I also think it's extremely important. Like, there's so many decades of culture that are just not documented because it was so, so underground. Mm-hmm. Like, before the internet... Like, there's no record of any of the shows that happened in those basements unless right. someone kept a flyer. Like, there's, until when we open, nothing in New Brunswick that legitimizes the culture, it, it, how I see it. It's mm-hmm. like, we all know it's there. New Brunswick has a reputation for the scene, but the scene has nothing to call its own in New Brunswick. So we found a spot right on, like, the commercial strip where oh, we're gonna everybody pass yeah everybody passes and it's gonna get to be our people our community like this is our space and you can't do anything about it we don't have to hide underground we're gonna keep playing underground because it's fun yeah, but that's, also that's we can lit. all kick it here have shows here mm-hmm. make money here everybody's gonna like nobody's gonna come play for us and not make money like right. nobody's gonna sell their stuff at our shop and not make money like we exist Yes, like, I want to make enough money off of this to not have to have another job. Right. But mainly, like, it's to serve the DIY and underground and Mm -hmm. independent music communities and all other forms of art. And I feel like when you serve, when you serve them out of, like, genuine respect and wanting to do it yourself, I feel like it always comes comes back around ten times greater. I hope so. So, the money aspect, I feel like you definitely don't have to worry about it. Right. Like, this is a great idea. And you just explaining how New Brunswick used to be before the internet just makes me think like you guys are trying to either rewrite or reverse history which is a great thing right i just want to make a better future yeah the the, the past is always going to be how the past was but i just want a better future yeah for for our like our community out there and what's great about our generation is that i feel like and what i've seen and what i learned going to school and everything is Mm -hmm. that we adapt to a lot of things easily (laughs) yeah yeah easily so like um just like for example interviewing freddie like it got me into like rock and roll and i never Mm -hmm. thought i would listen to that like i'm not even gonna lie but like just like the way he explains it and just his music just keeps you going so when it comes to the cultural aspect i feel Mm -hmm. like you guys would definitely have like a diverse group oh yeah which is great um when you spoke about like the other the other building having three floors you guys mm-hmm. plan on pursuing that because i like i just had a vision we, for you guys like one level coffee you feel like, me? i don't want to put i don't want to put the cart before the horse oh, too I too much but you. we, like we definitely like when this is 
functional on its own. Like right. we want to try to find a way to at least expand this idea out of New Brunswick and mm-hmm. try to like, you know, if we can go out to another city and find someone who's really tapped in with the culture. Like, like I said, I've been out here 10 years networking with people and meeting everyone yeah. out in the scene. Dave has owned a studio for the last 10 years. He turned 18, opened his first studio. Oh, I thought you were saying he's 18. Else. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. You know, Dave, Dave is uh, three or four years older than myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so still a baby by most measures. No, yeah, everybody's still a baby. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so if, if we could find the right people to help us, like, set up this infrastructure in another community for that to thrive, like, that'd be great. Like, and we'd love to go to Jersey City eventually, like, if it would serve anyone. You know? Yeah, I feel like Jersey yeah, City is like a little Las Vegas. So mm-hmm. You guys are picking really great spots, exactly. So, speaking about Chambers 43 and recording, how you guys do recording, a coffee shop vintage, you know, event space, and a recording studio, looking mm-hmm. on the website and just doing my little research as I do, um, DLM Recording Studio. Yes. What does DLM stand for? Maybe I didn't research too hard. <laughs> David Lee Andrew Martins. That's okay. my, my business partner. That's yeah, he up. opened up DLM uh, when he was 18. It's gone through a whole bunch of different spaces and evolutions. Um, but we're building a studio in the basement of Chamber. Nice. Um, which is going to be an extension of DLM Studios, but also it's like the studio at Chamber 43. Mm. It's going to be part of the whole, like... We want to. We want this to be like Part the artistic the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And are you the main engineer in this? Oh no, I I am. Like I said, for right now. Oh, actually, I never really got to go into it. I'm still. I'm <laughs> still like it. apprenticing under mm-hmm. Dave. Like I'm perfect. Like I, you could throw me in a session and I'll be able to track people and like do that part, the recording part, but mm-hmm. I can't mix, I can't master. I'm really? one of the main tracking engineers, but not mixing and mastering. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's your Instagram is too perfect. <laughs> yeah, because that's like, that's what I can get in there and we can have a great time. I'll yeah. get great raw materials out of the artist, but what to do with it after that, like when it comes to like science and math and like yeah. thinking a little bit more than just what sounds good, like... I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I was looking to be like a music producer, and then like after one day of like reading this book that I found, I was like, oh hell. Oh, this is not just fun. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Whack. Like you know, bob me (laughs) ahead. You feel me? (laughs) So um, when the stu, I was looking at like the studio courses simply Mm. because I feel like that's that's just like lit as well. Um, but I guess, I don't know if you can answer these questions, because I kind of <laughs> thought that you were the right. course instructor, you know? No, I'm still in the courses myself, yeah. actually. <laughs> so but how is that, then? Dude, it's awesome. I mean, my my experience is not the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, before Dave was taking students, I you made a deal student. with him to okay. become, like, his apprentice for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got me up to snuff on tracking, which took maybe like a week because Dave has so much knowledge and it's really like intuitive if we're being honest like being able to track a a session is mainly just knowing the keyboard shortcuts to make life easier when you're operating in Pro Tools but right when we were about to start really cracking the egg on teaching me mixing and mastering is when Mm -hmm. like all the time that we can spend together has to be on chamber because we're both so busy otherwise. Um, But he has other students where it's like, he built a course like chunk by chunk by chunk. And I'm, I've like been watching people just like get it and like start going and then they're not coming to the studio anymore, which is like kind of whack. What you think? I thought that they're they're never coming back. Uh, It's great that it works. And it's great (laughs) that these people are learning like what they're coming for. Um, 
it's just like I can see you're really setting them up to never back. need you. But yeah. it's like for the love of the art, really. Yeah. Like the more people who can do it, the better. Like it's never gonna die that right. way. And I'm not even that. Like I can see why it sucks because if I was on the other end, I would believe that they would want to come back to either work for me or work right. with me. That's, like we get. There's some really mm. talented people already, and Dave's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hire him when when he's done. I'm gonna hire her when she's done. And I'm like, Yeah. Whatever, man. <laughs> they clearly know you're gonna approve of how they do things because it's how you do things because right. you're teaching them. So it makes perfect sense to me. That's crazy that he's been in the game since he was 18. So mm-hmm. like basically he's been owning this for a good like eight years. Ten. Ten years. Yeah. That's crazy, and he's just making moves out here. Setting people up for success. Like, I need somebody like that. That's a great yeah, mentor. Yeah, that's my brother, man. He, like, we became, like, instant best friends. Like, I got the job, and then we immediately started hanging out every mm-hmm. day. And, like, um, just, I, I mean, yeah, setting people up for success is, like, the best way to put it. Like, I, like, busted my butt for him a lot before mm-hmm. uh, I moved into a partnership position. But, like, someone who recognizes the amount of effort you're putting in for them and then chooses to open up an opportunity for you that they yeah. didn't have to it's like incredible blessing he's an incredible person teardrop you feel me yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> for real. that's so cute <laughs> all right since i can remember i've been like a coffee and music person that's right. what soothes me that's what keeps me going you that's know what nurtures the soul exactly the bean juice and right. the jams <laughs> the <Yeah>. bean juice. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys travel as engineers um dave does dave's doing flyouts to like los angeles oh, and arizona nice. and stuff um He's like super in demand because he's. If Dave needs really assistant, I'm I'm here. <laughs> yeah, he does, <laughs> I like to travel. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, he I'm nowhere near. Like I said, like I I've traveled with my own art, but I've never traveled for like business mm-hmm. like that, unfortunately. But one day, hopefully. Yeah, I feel like uh, due to COVID, like a lot of people have time to I guess manifest and plan. So right. this is might be this like this your time to chill COVID, out, right? Man. And Again. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were close to the end. <laughs> now we're done. <laughs> no, but um, I enjoyed this conversation. Likewise. I, I enjoyed this genuine conversation. Um, I'm definitely going to keep up with you. One, because I got to see how that coffee shop. Hell I'm yeah. ready to taste the new coffee shop. Oh, yeah. I'm tired of Dunkin', you heard? Yeah, like, oh, man. I've been tired of Dunkin'. <laughs> And I'm not a Starbucks person, but I'm definitely ready to uh, listen to some new vibes. Hell yeah. Hear some new music and uh, drink some fresh coffee. One, thank you, Jimmy, so much for coming through. Thank you for having Two, me. If anybody needs, uh, I would say engineer, but I don't know how comfortable you are. Oh, no, I'll engineer. I will record anything. Hit DM me, and I will set you up with studio time, and then I'll get either Doug or Dave to mix you. And, and he works with some lit people, so. He's extremely brilliant mix engineers in my circle. Exactly. So if he works with a lit person, you already know he's a lit person. Hey. You're... Hey. <laughs> Until next time, roommates. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next and week. And knock before you come back in the room, roommates. Thank you. Oh, shit. Oh, I got to do that. Sometimes I want to watch anime, and I don't want you to catch me. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs>